Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again tonight. It's Good Eden Johnny Mo with the movies. We're bringing you episode 43. We are going to be going over Zack Snyder's Justice League, his uh, his cut that officially has been released on HBO Max. Is that what they actually call it? Zack Snyder's Justice Zack League? Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not, not, not Justice League, Director's Cut, Zack Snyder's Justice League. But is that the actual title? That is the actual of the title not, of the movie. Okay. That's, that's kind of what I thought based on when we saw it. I was like, I was like, what yeah. they're calling it? Okay. So that just came out this weekend. Uh, we've already got a chance to watch it. Uh, I've seen it twice. And already the spoilers ahead, so be ready for that. Uh, hands down, a much better film. But before we get any further. So that's a little little tidbit. That's a little preview. But before we go there, our so, traditional drink of the so night. I'm still in uh, Irish mode um, from St. Patrick's Day last week. And I'm still drinking Murphy's Irish Stout in a Guinness glass because right now Guinness isn't worthy to be poured into a Guinness glass. But Murphy's Irish Stout is, and that's what it gets. You are drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, I'm actually already into the summer mode here. Uh, I have a Blue Point Summer Ale, and uh, the seasonals are already starting to come out. I, I'm, it's spring, but they're here, and I'm in the summer mood, so I'm getting it, I'm getting it done. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks so much to our watch to the people that are watching this on YouTube, to our listeners on our podcast. Uh, feel free to again leave any comments below. Um, share your thoughts on the film. Share this with your friends. Follow us wherever you can. And I hope you're grabbing a drink with us to yes. uh, to join us for this discussion. We always want you guys to participate, have a drink with us, sit back, enjoy. We know these are in depth. These are long form reviews. We don't really do the ten minute short stuff, as you've mm -hmm. seen if you followed our channel. Uh, we really try to go in depth a lot with uh, with the, these movies and our reviews. Uh, we, we hope you enjoy it. We hope that we bring something new that maybe you don't know, either behind the scenes or or something uh, interesting about the film itself. So, and if you're Driving and listening to our podcast, you shouldn't be drinking. Do not be drinking. You can drink when you get home. Drink when you get Just home. Just don't drink in the car. Um, are we doing the shirts now or later? You want to go over the shirts? We can go. Over you guys, you go over your shirt. Okay, so my shirt. This is a this is a, a late Christmas present that I just got not too long ago, and I love this thing. You can see it, but it's basically uh, it's the Stan Lee League of superheroes. So I specifically wore that because of the Justice League. But it's basically Stan Lee as the Vision, Hulk, Captain America, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, Mr. Fantastic, Daredevil, and Iron Man. Oddly enough, no X-Men in that group. No mutants. Surprised. They need to do a shirt with uh, images on the back, too. This way they can get more characters. You know what? I don't, is there anything even on the back? I no, never even not, no. Okay. But yeah, no, I, and this is a really great shirt that I got, and I've never seen it before, and anybody I've showed it to has never seen it before, so um, I'm looking forward to wearing it at the, the next possible convention. Well, it'll be underneath, <laughs> whatever that, it'll be underneath my Silver Surfer shirt. Whenever, was, whenever, uh, whenever that comes. But now, now Chris has a really <laughs> interesting shirt, just for this viewing. So... Uh, over the summer, there was uh, there was a, a link out there, a purchase that if you wanted to be an associate producer of the Zack Snyder Justice League film, that you could buy these shirts, and you would be an associate producer. Um, and basically, I think it's just a just a fancy title. It, it does say associate producer. Yeah, on you got to get up and on, turn on around. The back of the shirt. You got to get up and turn around. We got it. Well, I wasn't going to, but since he wants me to, yeah. so there we go. Associate producer, boom. 
Uh, and basically, I believe it was just really a donation to the um, the Suicide Prevention or Suicide Awareness Foundation. Okay. I so think, they didn't like actually, the they weren't actually depending on all those $30 checks. No, no, to help the movie going. No, I, I think a lot of it was for, pretty much all of it was towards donations. I'm curious how many <clears throat> associate producers around ended there. up buying yeah uh, i don't know but i just uh, i wanted the shirt i wanted to contribute to the cause uh and that was and the only way to get the shirt that was the only way to get the shirt yeah. that i know of that yeah. i know of. i don't know what ended up happening afterwards but i remember the day they went on sale i ended up grabbing one mm -hmm. uh so yeah so i you know i support the cause i support the film uh and i gotta tell you just i've watched this twice yes eight hours of film um the first oh. night i did it all in one sitting for the most part the, and then over the weekend, I, we sep we spotted it over two nights so he could come yeah, over two days I, and, and watch I it. I watched it the one time, two hours the first night, basically, and two hours the second night. And I, I would have been okay with watching it all in one sitting. Um, you have to start it early enough, but though. But it, it got too late. But but it, it is interesting, you know, people that we've talked to, like, have said, like, you know, oh, my God, four hours, you know, that's too long. And, you know, how am I going to do this? And I'm like, if it's a good movie, there's nothing wrong with four hours. Right. If it keeps you engaged and it keeps you know, you know, if it's if it's packed and it's not stagnant, you know, this this one film I really have to say moves pretty well. Like I don't really feel that this film drags too much, almost at any part. I feel like there's always something moving the story along for the most part. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe one or two small uh, dialogue scenes that we might that could have gone on a little bit, but I feel like the movie does move pretty well for a four-hour film. See, now I don't know that any of the I wouldn't have cut out any of the dialogue. I, I think there's a lot of scenes in the movie. I think they could have. I think they could have cut out a good ten to fifteen minutes out of that film yeah. without losing anything, because I, I felt there were a lot of scenes that had um, really long establishing shots mm -hmm. that were like almost. In, sometimes they almost appeared to be in slow motion, and it was just like all these things where it's like you know, like above the building and hovering down and going down. Into the window where someone's on the bed, and I'm like, "All right, that was like 30 seconds you didn't need." Well, I think ultimately, if this wasn't on <clears> HBO Max, <throat> if this was released in the theater, they would have made him cut it down to, let's say, three hours and fifteen, maybe three hours and twenty. Yeah, but minutes. no, but even you know, you know but you, on, on something like this for for streaming services, mm -hmm. you could do this for a film like that. No, you no, you can, but the the point is, I don't know that you need to because, like. You know all those those tracking shots where nothing happens. Like those are good, but if there's, doesn't contribute if to there's, the film. If there's too many and they're too long, it becomes noticeable, and and it's 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 making the film longer than it needs to be without making it better. Whereas we're and we're definitely going to get into Zack Snyder made this film longer than it was. Oh yeah, and he made it better. Mm -hmm. But I felt that, you know, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe because back in the day, they were they were planning on, or I think they were originally planning on doing four one-hour installments, so they had to stretch it to an hour, yeah, at, at these at these appropriate the, breaking points. The the original thought process for yeah. this when they were coming out with it. Um, Originally, it was just going to be like one long film, and then there was the the rumors that this thing was going to be four hours, and they're like, no, we're going to, HBO Max is going to split it into four one hour uh, chapters or episodes that they were going to do weekly. Uh, again, to kind of stretch the the viewership out a yeah. little bit, you know, string it along, uh, and then finally, 
uh, I think within a month of it being released, it was finally solidified that no, it's mm-hmm. going to be one four-hour film right. and it's going to be chaptered out. So I could see where if you know you had a, that first hour block and you're like, all right, I need it now. I got to go from here to here, and it's like, well, you know, if I go any further than that, I'm getting into like chapter two. So, but 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 I only got forty-seven. I got fifty-seven and a half minutes. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to introduce a new topic. So you can sit there and say, you know, all right, well, I need another two and a half minutes somewhere. So let's just, you know, put some of these tracking shots in this and that. You know, it's, um, so oddly enough, they, they do this with Family Guy. You know, when Family Guy, you know, like, you know, a, an episode of Family Guy has to be a certain, every episode right. is probably a certain amount of time. You yeah. Know, because it's for TV and, the, you know, the commercials and that. Like, it's got to go to a certain length. And there are definite, definitely episodes of Family Guy where you know that they didn't have enough material. So what they do is you'll always see something happen where they go and Peter Griffin will say, and now um, a short video by so-and-so. And they pop in like a music video of either Conway. They've done it with Conway Twitty a couple of times. <laughs> they've done it with like David Bowie and, and Mick Jagger. And it's like, that's how you fill the space. You know, you you know, Family Guy fills the empty space instead of with, you know, excessive animation. Yeah. They they put in music videos. And I think that's I almost feel like that's what they did here. They needed it, everything to be an hour, an hour, an hour, an hour. So they said, Okay, let's make this opening scene a little longer and that gives us the time that we need. I, I think ultimately with with Zach because uh, you know, Zach's pretty much under the thought process that this is going to be his final film for DC. Oh, I was going to say, you know? why? So, like, to me, like, this... It, it, Not his, his final is, film ever, but... No, 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 but this will be, this will be his, probably his final film with DC. And uh, most most likely, unless something uh, crazy happens, which we could talk why? about because later. Because they're falling out? And, uh, I, don't think, I, I think a part of it's the falling out. I think part of it is DC has already started to move on from Zack Snyder's universe just with... Shazam, um, the success of Shazam, the success of Aquaman. Um, so is, they're is, kind of moving away from what his original, like, vi- like his vision was. Right. So is that to say that the next DC movie is not going to follow the continuity of Zack Snyder's Justice League? It's going to. I think it's going to be very continuity loose. of something else. I think it'll be. I think it will loosely be in there. Like you're still going to have some of the same characters, like we talked about last time. Well, the yeah. Flash is I mean, coming they, well, out his movie. They have all the characters. It's just a matter of you know, you know, are they. Are they getting to dark side? That's the whole. That's the whole point. Right. Is Justice League and all the characters in there? Are they getting to dark side? Because before this, we didn't see dark side at all. I think you're and gonna. This we did. I, I think you're gonna end up seeing DC take one step back in order to go forward. I think. Okay. Gonna, I think maybe. Gonna, I think they're gonna take a step back to establish some of some of their other characters mm-hmm. before they push forward with a with a team up again. Okay. Uh, the only exception to that is I know that uh, Andy Muschietti who uh, directed the the two it films is directing the Flash film and I think they're supposed to be starting that starting filming like any day. Uh, a lot of recent announcements about that film and, and cast that are supposed to be in that. But that film is supposed to have a lot of characters in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a a big big film for a, a Flash solo film. And I think we're going to see that transition into like a, a new DC universe 
after that film is done. That's that's mm-hmm. just my my thought based on what I've read. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately Snyder knew the writing was on the wall, and he said, you know what? And I think ultimately this is a big fan film for him because it's you know what the fans fought to get this film shown, and I think without that movement, without the release the Snyder cut movement, I don't know if this film ever gets made. This but, might be like the Richard Donner cut of Superman two, yeah, but which didn't get released till twenty five years later. Yeah, but wasn't this made with DC's okay? Like, yeah, he, I well, mean, he did, didn't. He didn't do it independent. It, no, no, no. He had the, he, everything. He had for the people that don't know. He had a. He had everything filmed pretty much already. Like the, the principal photography was done. Oh, right. Okay, right, right. so he had the cans all ready to go. He had shown that in um, some of his like posts on uh, social media when people were doubting that he actually had a movie, mm-hmm. and he's like, "It's right here," and he showed these like big giant film cans yeah. that had it all in there ready to go uh, but it wasn't actual but it wasn't a cut of the film right, it right, was just right. all the all rough the footage. all the footage right so basically when he stepped out due to personal reasons back in the day yeah. Josh Whedon took over and he made re- 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 shot, re- shot a good amount of a film. lot of film. Used, so we're gonna use a little bit of footage, I and, guess, and, you know, a decent our, amount of footage from the original. Our, our last video we did, I, I said uh, there was a, a ratio of probably like 25-75. percent Zach and then seventy five Joss. Um, and this after movie, this movie is one hundred percent Zach. And now after watching this film and kind of like seeing seeing everything kind of play out, it, I'll probably change that ratio to like. I don't know, like 65, 35, you oh, know, so 60, 40. More, more exact. There was a little bit more exact than I thought okay. um, in, in that film. And we can even go over some of those scenes specifically where I was actually shocked that it was Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing, but I'll say this the stuff that worked for me in the Whedon film are the Zach Snyder scenes, funny enough, that are in this movie. Yeah. So. You know, and I can understand. Okay, that's why I like those film, those scenes because it was Zach, yeah. and uh, just the, from the start of this film, completely different. Well, just to talk about the difference in time frames. Are so, you talking two hours? Like almost two hours. Almost exactly. two hours versus four. Uh, hours. Almost four hours exactly. And you know, you you come down to you know the decision making at DC. And at the end of the day, I mean, I think Zack Snyder probably kind of told DC, you know, I could make a four-hour film. And they probably, you know, three three to three and a half, four-hour film. And they probably said, oh, no, 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 that's too long. Yeah, and, they know, want more viewings. The shorter got, the film, the more viewings right. they get. Is That's their, their idea. They're, they're out there to make money. With a movie with this many characters, two hours is not enough. And, it, and, it, and that was obvious. That, yep. like, a, a lot of things was... A lot of things... A lot felt, of scenes were rushed. rushed. Everything felt rushed. Not a nearly enough development. Um, I mean, there are entire characters in the Zack Snyder cut that aren't in the 2017 movie at, at all. all. You yeah. know, and you know, and this is this is you know, not for nothing. Uh, Zack Snyder's movie is full of a lot more depth. Makes more sense. Yeah. More character development, more characters with the main with all the characters. Yeah, like this, this, this film, Zack Snyder's film, takes these characters on a completely different ride. Yeah, than the twenty seventeen. And it's a film. better ride, and, and it's it a is. longer ride. You know, it's like it's a longer ride, but but you needed it. Even like the the group, even the Amazons, the the Amazons themselves were kind of like a side note in the twenty seventeen yeah. film. They have much more of an important arc 
in this film that you see. Not only that, Cyborg's story is completely different. Yeah. And it's you you get to see his mother, uh, a different a completely different relationship with his father. Mm -hmm. We meet we get to see Ryan well, Choi who well, becomes the you, Adam. You actually see a relationship with his father as opposed yes. to almost no relationship that's almost important. nothing. Yeah. You know cuz cuz <clears throat> you know ultimately where the movie goes, like you can sit there and say, you know, it's not the same movie stretched into four hours. Yeah. The two-hour movie goes from here to here, you know, in terms of story, in terms of progressing the story of what's going on. You know, the overall picture of, of the DC, you know, storyline of all, all the movies and characters. Whereas this movie goes so much further. It, it brings in much more and it goes so much further. You know, so, it you know, to me, it's... it's um, it's another example of, you know, DC just not knowing what the hell to do with themselves, being penny smart and dollars completely stupid. Yeah. Because what they should have done was, you know, kind of saw how good Zack Snyder's four-hour version would have been and said, wow, you know, this really would be hard to cut into two, you know, knock down to two hours without really cutting out some good stuff and, you know, cutting out a lot of stuff. And... You know, it's the first Justice League movie. So, like, you know, like, the last Avengers movie was a two-parter. Yeah. You know? Well, DC isn't... DC wasn't going um, the Avengers route, where they, they you know, they, they introduce the individual characters and then they make a giant movie at the end. They said, no, we're not going to do that. Well, the flip side of that is do a two-part Justice League movie and then yeah. do the individual movies. You, yeah. you got to have that big movie in there somewhere. Yeah. So then you do it at the beginning. You no, do a I... Justice League Part 1 and a Justice League Part 2. And guess what? The same exact movie, you know, but cut it to two. You know, two ticket admissions. You know, like, like it's not... You know, they're all about, oh, we can't have one ticket. We can't have one person to pay a price and watch a four-hour movie. We're not going to make any money. All right, jackass. So so make it two movies, and then you make twice as much money. You know? Like, you make more money, and it's a better product. And it, and it, I mean, also, I said this in the they, last and, time. And it, they don't see this. How stupid can our, you be? Our, our, last, our last film, when we reviewed the 2017 film, I said this. They would have been much better off, Warner Brothers, if they had just let, said, Zach, take the time you need. To grieve, when you're ready to come back, let us know. We'll push mm -hmm. back the date from 2017 to a 2018 release. They could have just put the film on hold for, as far as when it was going to end up getting put out there. They could have easily done that. And it's I think they could have gotten away with it. And if they didn't make Zach take this film and shrink it down, they could have made a two-parter for this. And then maybe for yeah. the second part of this, they could have he could have filmed more scenes and done more with the fourth world characters. Yeah, you could have you could have actually made it a, a much larger story arc because you could have done two, two and a half hours on each movie right. and gone even further. You yeah. know, not to say take the same story arc and stretch it to five hours, but right. do more. You know, you could have yeah. done they could have done even more. You know, look they they made the Hobbit into three freaking movies. Like, come on, know, yeah. you know, the Hobbit is you know like that thick, you know. If you get the paperback, you know, it's pretty small, you know. Like, so a Justice League two a two part Justice League movie, it, it just it just it just makes sense. And you know, if somebody had, you know, all these people at DC, they you know, I don't understand. I I harp on it, but like, <laughs> like they just don't get it. Like you know. Like the, traditionally, they just make the dumbest decisions when it comes to their choices and what they're doing. You know, the the only good thing about the streaming service for HBO Max is that they, I think, 
I, now, I don't know if this was Warner Brothers, if this was AT&T, because now they own Warner Brothers. I would have loved to have seen it in the theater, though. I Me too. I agree. You know, people rented out theaters. I saw I saw a post of people that actually rented out a theater to watch it on the big screen. Yeah, but how, screen. Would they, how could they do that? They, they could, could stream it. They could stream it at the theater? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought they, they just could figure did, out a way to do they it. Just, they thought they did DVDs and Blu-rays no, they can. They, with the technology nowadays, they can yeah, do that. Yeah, because not for nothing, you know, is you know, uh, uh, me and Chris, we've been talking about this on our own. You know, as you know, the 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 COVID pandemic has has very much altered the movie industry, and it just shows you know how much more you can do with streaming. And I get that, but at the end of the day, if you're closing movie theaters, and you know you're just watching stuff on. TV or laptops or cell phones, you know, small screen, you know, you're missing that big screen experience. Because yeah. I can tell you right now, there's nothing, there's nothing like going to the movies. No, I agree. You know, even just just the, the, the communal part of it and the the, the social part of just it, just experiencing the, the event part of it, experiencing that event with a bunch of strangers that yeah, you don't know, you know sitting and, in and the all dark having and these similar reactions. And so and yeah. right group, you know, you know, it's a and and the size, it's it's you know, aside from the the experience, you know, you're talking about the size of that screen is nothing you are ever going to be able to duplicate at home. Yeah. Unless you know you're, Unless a, you're a million millionaire, you you know your whole house is you know in a, you know an amphitheater, size of the Javits Center. You know, <laughs> an amphitheater. You know but it's like, you know, the the movies are, are a wonderful thing, you know, and 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 I really I don't think I would I wouldn't have minded going to the movies and seeing this four hour movie on the big screen. I'll like say four this. hours, you know, you I, might have had to take a bathroom break or two, but still, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised. If at some point this film does get released for a short run in the theater, because they could, they could, they can market it as like a limited release. Sure, you know, but they're not going to do it right now because this is getting they're, they're, this is getting the subscribers. Right, they're making their money. They're this making way. the money on HBO so, Max. You know, so do, it's do like it that way. get your HBO Max money right now, get yeah. it all in, and then guess what? Maybe at the end of the summer, like, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to do a special one week showing. Mm-hmm. Find your local movie theater, and you can get to go see. Zack Snyder's Justice League on the right. big screen, so I could see them pulling something like that because then right. they'll get they'll get some extra cash out of this. Right. And and just to put this into perspective, the single highest grossing film in history, adjusted for inflation, which is the only way to do it that makes sense, because you know if back in the day, going to the movies cost a penny, and a hundred years from now going to the movies costs a thousand dollars, it's not fair to compare that. Mm-hmm. You know, adjusted for inflation. The most seen movie or the most profitable movie ever is Gone with the Wind, which is like a four. It's a four-hour film. Yeah. You know, so don't sit there and say, "Well, nobody's ever going to go see a four-hour movie," because the most, the most profitable movie, the most, the movie that has made the most money box office, ever, not profit, money, you know, ticket sales, is Gone with the Wind. The, and this is DC's. I, I can't. I got well, I got to work this joke in here somewhere. This is DC's version of Gone with the Wind. You know, we, they got the Flash, you know, Gone with the Wind. So I got to throw that in there somewhere. I, all right. I'm only laughing at that because that was a poor attempt. But yeah, I get, well, it's I a think, poor joke. I think so we're all getting. I think a, we're all getting. A, a poor attempt at a poor joke <laughs> but, um, is, um, <laughs> you know, actually is, is magic. So it's, it's greatness. Uh, I think ultimately if Warner Brothers went the route that uh, New Line did with the Lord of the Rings films, because if you think about that, there was a theatrical cut 
for all of Peter Jackson's films. And then when they released it later on on DVD and then and then in the future Blu-ray, they put the cut. extended cut, which which added so much to the film. Which is really you know? funny because I've never seen any of the extended cuts. Yeah, and, he's and a I'm, huge, a Lord, I'm, I'm a movie fanatic, Tolkien and I'm a Lord of the Rings fanatic. Go figure. But you know what? You know, but like. But they could have done that because they yeah, could have but, they could have put yeah, if, like a yeah. three hour and like let's say fifteen minute cut like this is Zach we're cutting you off three right. hours and fifteen minutes that's gotcha. it right okay? but there shouldn't they be they could put ex- that in the theater and then at home right. we can release the, your full four, four hour hours. cut right because there shouldn't be an extended cut from this version because I no because no, no, I think no, no, I think no, there's no. enough I, I think I, I think you know? That, you know you trim down some like you said trim some of the fat from this film uh, put it out in the theater and then the home release. Yeah, you can get the director's cut or the Zach, you know, the full Zack Snyder four-hour version. And, and I I'm, think they could have done that, and I think that would have pleased a lot of fans. And I'm totally looking forward to seeing the Lord of the Rings extended cut someday when I have like a whole weekend and nothing to do because yeah, you know you the, a movie like that benefits because there's so much that you could add because the story is so huge. Yeah, no, the story so is many grand. characters. It's a, yeah. you know, it's an epic like, storyline. You know, going back to what what Zach did with a lot of these characters. Just bringing it like all the all the the, the bad storylines from the first film that just never really did anything, like Flash's storyline kind of like fell flat in this film. I think if it, it he he's a little bit more well defined, uh, even has a, a huge saving moment at the end of the film. Without him, they don't succeed. Yeah, you know. So I thought that was a cool moment for Flash. Um, just Martha's scenes and Lois Lane's scenes much better in the in this film than mm-hmm. in the 2017 film which again those two were kind of a footnote yeah. more than anything else uh, and to see to see all that we get Martian Manhunter in this film yeah, a so great addition to, get, this, to the Justice you get, League uh, from from what i can tell there's at least f- at least 5 characters in this movie oh minimum that aren't in the other version at all you're talking you're talking the entire elimination of characters and oh, all, the and fourth world characters. all of them are important you know yeah. you're talking okay so we had martian manhunter mm-hmm. iris the, west iris west yep. the guy who's gonna become the atom ryan Choi. yeah Desad. Desad. yep even granny goodness even granny goodness like you know, she, 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 speak, she has no but she's she has no spoken line, but she's there and 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 dark side of course Darkseid. oh my god like oh my god like a movie with like really like you know we finally get to see dark side you know, who's the genius back in DC that took for the 2017? You know, you know what? Let's eliminate Darkseid. Nobody wants to see Darkseid. We don't need that. We can we you know, we can we can get away with that with yeah. eliminating Darkseid. Like really? But you know what else was 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 much better in this film? The visual effects. Oh my god. So yeah. I mean the main visual effects we you know that we talk about. There's two big things that stand out in the 2017 film. Okay. How bad Steppenwolf is. Steppenwolf looked like a video game villain. Yeah. In but, the 2017 but, but like, film. Like, not even a good video game villain. Villain. Like a bad video game villain. Just not 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 done as well. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's not the, the voice actor's fault. No, no, no. It's the visual. It's the just it's just the visual. And it was so bad that it actually is a detriment to the film. It actually well, it makes it you, actually it makes you stare at it. It, it. it it actually takes away from the enjoyment of the film. You look at it and you go, "Wow, he really looks stupid." Now the he visual, you know, he doesn't look good. And at all. I thought the visual effects in this one were were much better. Um, the Steppenwolf in this film, I thought, looked much more, um, not not powerful is not the word, but he looked much more menacing. 
well, in, in this film. And I thought, the, I thought the visual effects were done much better. I think they were able to take their time and to kind of get it to what they wanted. Well, he uh, had a pretty cool... His armor was pretty his cool. Armor his armor was... was it was almost like shimmering and flowing. It, it was, was almost it, like a living armor. Yeah, it was emotion. You know, like how... Uh, it like it up, almost affected by the wind. Right. Just like the scene where he gets shot by the arrows from the Amazons and then the, the armor like kind of like lifts up and then clamps down yeah. and then destroys the arrows. He does have a very odd-shaped head, though. Yes, almost and, like a hammer head, like yeah, wrap, and, but wrapped and, around. Yeah, and um, you see that at one point where he, he's not wearing his helmet. Yes. And, and it actually I'm glad is, they did that because it because because the way his helmet it just looks like it could just be like you know like you know like you know back in the day people wore horns but in the 2017 film that's what it was like he yeah. just basically had like a horned like yeah. helmet which and which, in this and in, in most cases it's just it's just the way the helmet is shaped but in this case it's yeah. actually his head is actually shaped that right way. and I thought that I thought that was a cool a cool addition um, dark side's visual effects I thought were pretty good. Yeah, no, no. I, I thought he. I, okay. I thought they. I thought they were pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And the second thing that's the biggest standout from the 2017 film is getting rid of Henry Cavill's stash via CGI, and he had that CGI mouth in multiple scenes, and you could tell now which scenes were reshot by Whedon that they had that they injected that they well not injected but that they took away that mustache of his. Like seeing Henry Cavill in this film brought me such joy because. One, I thought the 2017 film was going to be the last time we saw Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we get him in a whole other film in scenes that we had not seen him in previously, yeah. uh, I really enjoyed. And the fact that we get rid of the stash. You know, Snyder said he really wanted to do Henry Cavill justice after hearing what happened to... Um, hearing what happened to his character in the 2017 film. Right, because I, I definitely noticed in the 2017 film that, that his in, in the number of scenes his face looked... It didn't look right. It looked puffy. It looked like, you know. Yeah, and, and that and that's it, all the it, 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 CG. I, all of that was eliminated in this one? Because he didn't have a stash. When he was filming this, this was all before he started filming the Mission Impossible movie. So he didn't have the mustache. So all the, all the scenes... And the Whedon that, one? That, 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 that Whedon done were later. Yeah, he had the stash. So and all he, the reshoots. He, he had to reshoot all those scenes. So yeah. we're seeing the original shoots of those scenes. Correct. Oh, yeah. okay. Because 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 I couldn't. It, it did look better to me, but I just I, I didn't I didn't know if. Well, for instance, if the, I didn't the, notice the, or I wasn't one, sure. Okay, so one one of the scenes that overlaps is the the, the scene where Superman uh, is resurrected and he has to fight off the Justice League characters. Um, in the 2017 film, in the Whedon one, uh, before Superman really like talks or anything, and he's fighting them, you can see that he doesn't have that. The, the, his mouth looks normal. Yeah. And that is exactly what is in the Zack Snyder film. That's his his cut. It's when he goes and talks to Batman. That's the difference. Okay. Because he he in the in the Whedon film he picks Batman up, lifts him up off the ground, and starts talking to him face to face. Mm -hmm. And when he talks to him, you can see the mouth is a little weird again. And then he takes Batman, and then he throws him when Lois comes. Right. This time it's not. He's talking to Batman, and then he like he like pushes him, and then basically like knocks him back. Now that that whole scene when Lois showed up, it it seemed like in the two thousand seventeen movie, like like Batman or somebody said, you know, we, you know, we got a secret yeah, Bruce, weapon. Yeah, Bruce says that to Alfred. Now he's saying Alfred sending the secret send weapon. Sending the secret weapon. Yeah. But in this movie, she just happens to be in the area and yes. walks over. Yep. So she sees him. I'll be honest with you. I I think I found that to be, to be a little too convenient that she just happened to be. Oh, there's a, there's a convenience to that I, I'm not going to yeah. argue with that at I, all. I think I, I think I was, I think I was more okay with the fact that 
Bruce would have said, you know, Lois, we might need you. Would have you. brought her. You know, because yeah. you know, yeah. that would have been a smart move. You know, either bringing Lois or his mother. But, you know, how, how screwed up would have that been if, like, you know, Superman didn't catch on right away and just crushed her head? You know, that, was, <laughs> that, you know, that would have been a downer. <laughs> so, um, so there's a, so one thing that Snyder has, has basically admitted uh, since this has come out, and everyone, you know, a lot of people have seen this. Uh, so there's a scene of, of Lois waking up in her bed um, alone, and you can see her kind of like reaching next to her, and there's there's no one there. Uh, and then she kind of has this like revelation of like she needs to get back to work. So she opens up her bed drawer next to her, mm-hmm. takes out the her uh, reporter badge, her pass mm-hmm. for the Daily Planet, and in that drawer is a pregnancy test. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I noticed okay. that. So Zack Snyder has confirmed that in this movie, Lois Lane is pregnant, and that's what stops Clark. That's what stops Superman from just from killing Batman, is that he hears the baby's heartbeat. That's what stops him from killing and that's Batman? And that's what like kind of snaps him out of it. Oh, okay. When he sees Lois and he hears the heartbeat. But they don't... You don't know that. You don't, don't see that. No, gotcha. but like, you know, as a quick sidebar, when they're... Snyder's original three Justice League films that he had planned, um, originally he was going to have when Superman went to, when, when he was under the influence of the anti-life equation and kind of like decimates the earth with Darkseid, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne and Lois have a relationship. And, and I think he was going to get Lois pregnant mm-hmm. at one point. And like they were going to like have a kid. And then Bruce had to make the decision to send Flash back in time to warn Superman to warn Bruce about what was going to happen to Lois. Okay. And he's like, well, if I do that, he's like, I'm not going to have Lois anymore because she's going to be with Superman still. Right, right. So they, like, it, there was this whole like dilemma for him. And uh, Warner Brothers didn't want that. They're like, no, 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 you can't, you can't have Lois and Bruce together. So instead, he was like, okay, fine. Then Lois, and, Lois is going to be pregnant from Clark. Mm-hmm. And they were going to have a son. And then, like, the third film, I think in the final act, like, Batman was going to end up sacrificing himself for the team. Okay. And then when when Clark's kid, they were going to name him Bruce Kent. So when his kid grew up and was, like, you know, 18 or 20, he was going to bring him to the Batcave and give him the mantle of being the Batman. Okay, but he he's probably really powerful. Too. He doesn't have any abilities. Oh, he doesn't he, have any Zach, abilities. Zach said specifically, like, he was going to be a human child. He was wow. not going to be Kryptonian. He was okay. not going to have any abilities. He should be half Kryptonian. Should be. Well, he, I mean, technically, I guess he is, but he just he wouldn't have abilities. Okay. That's, so that's that was. I thought that was a really interesting story that that Zach threw out there. Um, but you know, we're never. I don't think we're ever going to see that. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're just. What we got is what we got, and that's it. So now at the you know we're going to be jumping all over the place, but yeah. So at the end of the movie, we get Martian Manhunter. Who... We get him twice. Yeah, we get to see him twice. Oh yeah! Once he pretends, oh, yeah, yeah, he pretends yeah. to be Martha. We do get to see him twice. He pretends to be Martha Kent, uh, and, yep. and that's the funny thing. I you know, like you know, Martha Kent shows up to see how Lois Lane is doing, but it's really Martian Manhunter. And I, and I was telling Chris, I said, okay, so you know, what happens when you know next time Martha and, and Lois meet? I said, oh yeah, you know, I really we had a really good talk that time. And Martha's <laughs> going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm the one who should be on scene now, not you. You know, losing my memory. But yeah, and um, the character. And then we get a full shot of him. We get a full shot of him when he goes at the very to, end of the when movie. When he goes to see Bruce. Yeah. But his character in the movie, his human name, is not John Jones or whatever. It's he's the general something. 
Yeah, General, uh, I think, Swanwick. Right, and he was in Superman vs. Batman. He was also in Man of Steel. He has he a prominent also, yeah, role in okay. Man of Steel. So he's kind of, you know, keeping his eye on things as being this general. Yeah, no, but, it's, uh, yeah. the actor's name is Harry Lennox. And, uh, and the only thing I don't like about him is, um, like, how do you explain his name, Martian Manhunter? You know, are there Martians? <laughs> if they're, well, yeah. if, you know, if he is, is, then is yes. there a whole race? Is there a whole race on Mars? And is he a is he a Martian manhunter? And who's he hunting? Like, like, but that's where his spinoff movie could have came in. No, it could be. You but could, it just, you could have done that. It to just you know, it just opens up from. a whole thing. It's like you know, like calling him the Martian manhunter. It's just like, well, wait a second. Like, what are you talking about? It's a very, it's a very, you know. Silver Age, well, it's not, you know, well, it DC is. thing, it you is, know, where also, you, you can do anything, where you can do anything. Well, basically, he's also telling them, too, he's like, you know, I've been known as, like, or I've been called the Martian Manhunter. Right. So, like, to him, it's like, that's a part of his life that we haven't seen or, you know, we don't have any information about that yet. Right, right. But, uh, but you know, without any context, like, if without he's, context, if he's yeah, the yes. only one, it's a goofy name, unless it does imply yeah. that there's another, there's a whole race on Mars. Yeah. You know, so then you also get... Um, the Asian guy, who's going to be the Adam? Ryan Choi is supposed to be it because you see him take on, uh, you know, at the very end they kind of give him the the pass to, uh, I think like they said like the nanotech like division or whatever of like Star Labs. Right. Okay. Where so the one thing that's yeah, something something's going to happen to him and he's going to going to become the Adam. So here's the one thing that has annoyed me so much in in these in Zack Snyder's trilogy okay when we're saying trilogy I'm talking about Man of Steel Batman vs Superman the ultimate edition I will never reference the theatrical version wait, wait did Zack, Zack Snyder directed all three of those films mm-hmm. oh, and, then, and, then, and then the Zack Snyder Justice League in each one of those films how long are we gonna how long are we gonna have an alien ship in the middle of Metropolis surrounded by government uh, but surrounded by uh, a government military or Star Labs can Superman please just take the ship and bring it back up to Greenland or the Antarctic, wherever he Area had it? Area 51. You know, can he please take it and get it out of the city? Like, why is it still there? Like, that has well, bothered he, well, me. Well, he might be the only person who can move it. Exactly. But that's what I mean. Like, dude, that's, that's your fortress of solitude. Like, in, in, this, in this film version, that ship is meant to be his fortress. Really? Yes, it made his suit. He was able to communicate with oh, his father that okay. way. Okay, gotcha. it has the it has the Kryptonian uh, technology in it. Okay. That to me was it is the fortress. It's the it's the pseudo fortress. It's yeah. that it's this film's version of a fortress of solitude. Okay. So why is it still in the middle of Metropolis? That has always bothered me <laughs> when I see this. I'm like, at some point, can we please have Superman take that ship and get it out of there? So, little sidebar. I, it, I'm still annoyed by that. Um, That's kind of funny. I don't know that that ever bothered me that much. But I but I see your point. Oh yeah. Like you know, let's. I mean, know, I know he's been dead since Batman. You know, at the end of the day, but... you know, nothing to see here. You know, like uh, you know when they you know, you know when they were rebuilt. You know, like when the, that plane that blew up back in the day. You know, when they tried to rebuild it, you know, they didn't rebuild it where it crashed. They took all the pieces to a hangar somewhere and they did everything. You know, right. Like you know, take it. Yeah, you know, nothing to see here, and we're gonna make sure because we're moving. Yeah, we're I gonna just, move the whole operation. I just, I just thought, I, I just that that just hurts me. I don't know why it's still like. So that. then we, so then we also got Iris West. We got an Iris West. Now keep yeah. in mind, like, like I know a lot of these characters, but I'm not a DC guy, so Chris definitely knows them more. Um, you know, like you know, so so they have uh, Iris West as a as an African woman. Um, 
I'm assuming in the '60s, Iris West was white. But is there is yeah, the current, the, is the well, current the, Iris West black, or like on the TV show? The or? TV show she is, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if they were like, you know, this is the first time they made the character non white No, or, no, they did that. that yeah, it's been that way for, with the with the the Flash cast. Um, and they don't mention her name in the movie, except maybe in the credits. Like you like I she, believe that's right. I believe that they, you don't see her name at all. In but she doesn't say, hi, I'm Iris, or anything no. like that. Oh, and the one thing that they could have done is a nice little Easter egg, and they didn't do it. So you know how the truck driver is, like, driving down mm-hmm. the road, and he's the guy that hits her, and he drops his burger right on the floor? Yeah, And he's, yeah. like, searching for it? Like, that should have been a big belly burger. Right. Oh, wait. Was something beeped? Is that us? No, we're good. Um, wasn't that the truck that had the thing on the side? Like that was yes. Okay, so Gardner Fox. So the it was uh, like you know it's like an industrial truck and there's a you know whatever it was for, but it was like some kind of company name, whatever the name of the company the truck he was driving was Gardner Fox. Gardner yeah. Fox's groceries or whatever it is. Right. Not sure, but but at the end of the day, uh, pretty sure Gardner Fox um, was one of the guys. One of the creators. Creators of the Justice League, League of America. Yep. Um, not sure if he was the writer or the artist. I forget. I forget um, too. I'm not you know, sure. Because I'll be honest with you, this, you know, if you try to, you know, crunch all the names of the Golden Age and Silver Age DC guys, you know, it's 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 a hundred names that you've heard over and over again. And you really start to lose track of who's an artist. And who's you know, I got to say, I was actually really happy with a lot of the names that they put in the credits for a lot of the creators. That oh, they put in there. a lot of the yeah, because you're talking there was a, about there was a huge amount because they had there's so many characters in there. You there's so many people yeah. to pay respect to, and you had you had creators from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. A lot of Silver Age guys, and uh, and then even like some current uh, current creators from let's say like the New Fifty Two and the early two thousands, but definitely names in there from like the eighties and nineties. I was really happy to see that because uh, yeah. you know these guys these guys deserve a lot of credit and more. Uh, I feel like they probably don't get the credit enough for for what they do. They certainly don't get compensated the way that they should. And I, I think that the, the like the, like aside from the list of names, I think they had three standout. Ones where I think they said you know Superman created by uh, Jerry Siegel and Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, yeah. Um, Justice League of America, yeah, created by Gardner, Gardner Fox. Fox. And did they have Batman? Yeah, Batman created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Okay, and then and they, they all, and then they also had. I don't think they had. They didn't have one. I don't think they one William, William, William Wilson. Wilson. I didn't. I don't remember seeing that. But they did have Fourth World created by yes, Jack, Jack, Jack Kirby. Kirby. Yeah, you know because and that was know, a that was a standout. Yes, that he had on yeah, his because own. because you know when Jack Kirby uh, came back to not came back when Jack Kirby went, went to DC, to DC mm-hmm. um, he was involved with um, in the Jimmy Olsen series um, yep. where they introduced Darkseid, uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, and then he also did you know he did like you know the you know he was New Gods. You know, he um, put out a whole yeah. set of comics, and, yeah. and like each one, it was New it, Gods, Demon, Mister Miracle, yep. Commandy, Sandman, Forever People. Yes, you know, and and most of those series, and I'm probably missing one. Most of those series were like Darkseid was embedded in there, like you yeah. know, Apocalypse and Darkseid and all that stuff. You'll see Darkseid pop up in a lot of those. I mean, but he's probably. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, villain for DC Comics. Darkseid, yeah. You know he's got to be he's got to be one of, if not the number one. Well, villain. I think I think power wise he's he's the, up, he's the he's, guy he's, he's the guy to beat. There. Yeah. 
But in terms of, you know, like, you know, the greatest iconic villains for DC, you know, you're obviously going to be, you know, you're going to have like... We can talk about Joker. Joker. We can talk about Lex Luthor. Yes, yes. Right. You, know, you know, I, I, Cat I understand. Catwoman, you know, yeah. who I think would be considered... She's more of an anti-hero. More of an anti-hero, I guess. But yeah, you know, Darkseid, Darkseid would be up there, you know. And it was always kind of funny to me because um, uh, there was a, you know, in, in some of these crossovers between DC and Marvel, um, Darkseid met Galactus. Yeah. And Galactus took him took him out like no no issue like you know he's shooting him with the ant the omega beams and galactus is like are you kidding me like are you kidding me like you're the you're the you're the top dog over here he's like but then later then that was uh that was a one shot call i think dark side galactus the hunger or something like that i forget but it was like and i'm sitting because i i remember reading that for the first time going you know you know who's gonna who's gonna gonna win win? and i'm like i'm like i'm like i'm like galactus should win like, are they gonna like you know make it like, you know oh you know well you know let's you know let's have it a tie and like no Galactus, Galactus definitely was like ahead, you know it didn't kill him or anything but Darkseid was like you know like oh you know he's tough you know but you know I have to figure something out but no yeah. hands down but then later on in a different crossover, Darkseid met Thanos, and they went head to head and if you I'm know, not mistaken, Darkseid took Thanos th- down Darkseid, right. Because to keep in mind, you know, did Starlin? Oh no, Starlin had Starlin helped create Mongol, not not yeah. Darkseid. When when everybody thinks of Thanos, they think about Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Like yes. no, like he yeah, didn't, he didn't always know, have that. Right, you know, he didn't always have that. Thanos was tough before that. You know, when he got the Infinity Gauntlet, he became super duper. But but like Thanos on his own was tough to be reckoned with. Yeah. You know, he he held his he was he held his own in hand to hand combat. You know, against Thor and Thing at the same time. That's not easy to do, but. In my opinion, like Thanos at his normal level, not enhanced by cosmic, you know, weapons, you know, Thanos meets Darkseid, Darkseid wins. I would agree. Yeah, and Darkseid did win, you know, because Darkseid is tough. And so talking about Darkseid a little bit, I almost found that like the flashback scenes with Darkseid when they were fighting on Earth 5,000 years ago in the planes or whatever, I almost felt like... He was too much of like a barbarian. Well, there's a reason why. So I thought the same thing because I felt he was almost easily defeated. Yeah. And went back because he was basically defeated by the gods, by the, the, the old Greek gods. He was basically uh, by Ares. Yeah. That was Ares that, that defeated him. Wait, that, the that guy with, him with the The axe. guy with the, the thunderbolt. That's Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. So in that flashback scene, he was... Uh, Uxas, Uxas. What's his like his his actual like Darkseid's name? Oh, I have no I idea. I think it's Uxas. I think it's U X A S something like that. Oh, that but that I was mean. before he basically had the power of the Omega. Oh, in him. okay. Because if you notice too, he doesn't even have his suit. That symbol's not the Omega symbol. Yeah, right, not yeah. Because granted, that was supposed to be I don't know five. I think five thousand. Yeah, like years. whenever it was. So he hadn't even found the Omega ability yet. So I think once right. he gets that, that's when he takes his power right. level to a whole nother. Right. And I'll be honest with you, I don't. I I don't think I've ever understood what the anti-life equation is. I don't, I haven't either. I have other no than idea what other, that is. the only thing that I know about it is that it basically can control all life. Like if you know? he if he has control over the anti life equation, he has control over life. Right, and now, that's all I know about. So it. and apparently part of this movie is you know um, it's on Earth. Steppenwolf figures out that the anti life equation is on Earth. It's like yeah. you know like what does that even mean? Of course, it is. how would that even happen? Of course, it is. You know that's just as stupid as 
you know, like, you know, two, you know, visions walking around with a soul gem and they, oh, there's another soul gem down the block. You know, they just happen to be on Earth, you know. They all they all wind up on Earth. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't but, think so. But listen, they've got to have a reason for him to come to Earth. And well, no, he's coming to Earth because of the you know, cuz this is the one, this is the battle. Okay, so incidentally, they completely changed the history of that battle. Mm-hmm. The battle from 5,000 years ago in the, in the in the Josh Whedon cut is basically Steppenwolf getting his yep. ass handed to him. But this time, it's I don't it's, even think I don't even think you see Steppenwolf. It's no. Darkseid. Yeah, you know, it's Darkseid getting getting beat. You know, and they had you know they had a lot of heavy hitters in that. You well, know? it was cool to get a much more up close version of the Green Lantern in this because there there is yeah. a Green Lantern in the, in the 2017 version, but I feel like we don't really see that that person that much no because it's 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 not it's like from far away it's not it's not up close i mean to me a lot of the scenes from the josh whedon version are really cut short you know they they tried to hit as many points as they could but like so many things are just you know boom on to the next boom on to the next boom on to the next because you know we couldn't possibly go more than two hours you know so we you know we can't spend too much time on any one thing because there's so many things to do you know you know, well, we could have made it longer, but I guess that wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah, like so many scenes seem to be just, you know, you know, before you can even absorb them, you're onto the next thing, and and that, and that to me um, was annoying. Because because I'll be honest with you, I I did enjoy the Josh Whedon film. There's parts of that film it's that I enjoy. It's not unwatchable in it by no, any it's means. Not. It's just you know. But I've realized more after seeing this film. Yeah, you twice, realize like, you know, like you know, you most... wish you wish it would have been given grander treatment. You know, yeah. God forbid back in the day when Superman the movie came out, you know, somebody said you need to make the movie shorter and cut some of the stuff out. You oh, know, my that, God. You know, that was, a, you know, I forget how long Superman the movie was, but it was pretty long. The original cut of that is, I think, two hours and like 10, 15 minutes. Easy. Like, somewhere around there. But it's like, you know, and you're only, you're talking about one character. You know, you're talking about just Superman. But it's like, you know, like... That was a grand treatment of that character. And then the Donner cut, when that came out in 2000, when they re-released it, I think that was almost two and a half hours. Yeah, so, so if you're going to do a grand treatment of Superman, and that's two hours and 15 minutes, you're not going to be able to do a grand treatment of the Justice League in less time. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what happened. You, you didn't get a grand treatment. You didn't no. get the treatment that it deserved. No, you basically did it. the Snyder cut, you do. You did, you did all the characters a disservice. <clears throat> You, yeah. you really did. I mean, you, you chop Cyborg's story to completely. He almost becomes a side character, you know, and and that's almost a shame because, like in this, you get a real good story between his mother, his father, him. He loses his. You know, you see him lose his mother. You see him lose his father, and then yeah. realize like he's. And when he realizes he loses his father, like there's so much emotion that comes out of. Uh, I believe the actor's name is Ray Fisher. Um, you, you see that emotion come through from him, and I, I you don't get that in the 2017 well, film. Yeah, you don't He's, like all the characters in the 2017. Not, not I, I don't want to say all, but close to all of them, they kind of fall flat. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben's, you know, even even Affleck, his scenes, especially the ones that were reshot by Joss. Now that you can see which ones were reshot by him, he falls flat because it's like I did this already. I'm, I'm we're shooting all these extra scenes. That's just what it seems like. I'm making yeah. you know, I'm, I'm making that up, but it, it just feels that way when you watch it. Especially when you go to this film, you can to me it seems like he, it's got he's got an entirely different passion with the, some of these scenes that you don't see in the 2017 movie. Yeah, because because I I do think. Uh, ben Affleck's performance in 
in the movie is is of a lesser degree in either in either film, either Justice League version. Compared, compared to, to Batman vs. That I agree with. Yeah. I think his Batman vs. Superman performance was by far superior. Like, he was, he was really so much good. more of an engrossing character. Whereas here, like, it's almost like he's like just kind of lazily going through the scenes and the motions. And I think Diana is better in this film, too. I don't want to say Gal's performance is better. That's, that's, a, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's not the comment I'm trying to make. Uh, that her, her role was bigger in this film. It felt like she, she kind of helped to lead certain scenes. Uh, especially some of the battle scenes. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, was, that was cool to see. You know, so, so keep in mind, you know, so like, you know, DC, you know, purposely, consciously, didn't do a cyborg movie and an Aquaman movie and a Flash movie before doing Justice yeah. League. You know, so like, and had they done that, they would have had extensive origin scenarios for all of them. Already. So now you're like, okay, well, well you know, we're not going to do that. I don't know why. We can't copy Marvel. You actually you can't you know you you can't it's not the you know it's not the end of the world it would have made more sense to do it that way but they didn't do it they they do the Justice League movie but it's like okay so you're still introducing these characters for the first time you gotta give something origin details you yeah. gotta give something you know like and they haven't how, even done that really they, and they didn't do that with Barry yet yeah I I don't like the I, Flash they yeah. don't go through his origin it's just basically like you didn't get, here he is you didn't get almost you got almost no origin. For oh, all three for of them, none of them in the that. first movie. Mm-hmm. In this one, you definitely got a lot. You got a lot more cyborg. You got more insight into Flash's backstory for sure. Right, and, and even more for Aquaman and, I, and too. more for Aquaman. You, you, know, yeah. you know, and granted, if they were, had they had been individual movies, they would have fleshed out the whole origin. But you know, you, you know, you, if if this is how you're going to do it, you can't just say, well, you know, we'll just put them in there. Like you got to you got to give more details. And I, they I, didn't nearly give enough many enough details the first time around. I was hoping to get more J.K. Simmons. Uh, I said that last time when I when we did our last video from yeah. the, from the Whedon version. We didn't really get much more J.K. Simmons. Uh, a different introductory scene for him um, that blended in again to, or that I guess that just added to the 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 cut that Snyder had or from his his version of it. But definitely not what I wanted. I wanted to see a little bit more of him. I liked him a lot. Um, but we did get some really good good scenes with Alfred. Yes. You know, yeah. and I just I think like what actually like such a great scene is him and Diana with the tea, and he's trying to tell her how to make the tea because mm-hmm. she was like it, she was going to do it wrong, I guess. And he like he's explaining like no no no, no you, this is how you do it. You're going to burn the tea, or you're going to well, you're going to yeah, do I mean, something to it. You know, and she's nothing. she's five thousand years old, right? And he's explaining to her how to make the tea. But you know. You know, British guys. But he's the British. British guys in their teas. Yep. You know, I think, you know, because you know, Wonder Woman's not going to be an expert on everything. No, but I, <laughs> but, but I, I like to me like that's such a human scene. I, I, I just yeah. enjoyed that. Like, like he's just a, he's just the butler. He's just a guy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and he's telling this this goddess this to how to. How to do something well, so you know, simple? You know, if Wonder Woman was helping me bag comic books in my basement, I'd be you know saying, "I'm <laughs> uh, not doing it right." But uh, but how and how just great was it when like all the characters finally go into the Batcave for the first time? Very different again from the the Whedon, Whedon film, mm-hmm. where these guys all come in and like you know Flash is still pretty giddy compared to you know what he was in the 2017 one, and then you got Aquaman walking through and he's like just looking at everything. He's like badass Alfred. Yeah, yeah. And I was like that that's cool. I I mean there there was there was definitely some good comic relief in this. Uh, I do think that Flash. 
comes off that way. I, I like I think his storyline is much better in this film than it was mm-hmm. in the other one. He, to me, he was a little bit more of a goofball in the 2017 one than in this. Um, he still has some of those moments, but it's not. It doesn't come off right. over the he, top. Yeah, he's like got because he's got more. He's got he's got more scenes where he's not a goofball. To, yes. to balance that out. Yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, they're probably you know in the first movie. They're, they're using him as the comic relief. Yes. And at the end of the day, all they had time for was the jokes because they didn't have enough time for yeah. anything else. You know, I, but I, and I like, and even like the, even the way that they come about bringing Superman back in this one to me was better than in the 2017 film. Um, in the 2017, like you actually, see, the, I was hoping they were going to get rid of the whole like grave digging thing, like the grave robbing, like in total, <laughs> but like they still show it to a degree. Mm-hmm. It, it, but, this it's a little bit of a better context where it's, you know, Flash and Cyborg are talking, and uh, Flash is like, you know, this this guy was my hero, yeah, you know, and like that that's that's a it's a nice moment, and then how they they Barry looks at Cyborg is like, you know, we could just do this in a second, right? <laughs> and, and and Cyborg, I think he said something like, you know, it just it wouldn't feel right or something like that. Right, so right, right. they take their time to 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 dig him up. Um. And but the whole team is there. It's not just it's not just them. Where in the Whedon film, it, it's just the two of them making jokes and trying to bond. So I, I like that a little more. And then we even see like Diana and and Aquaman kind of trying to bond. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still hints about like Bruce and Diana like having an attraction to one another. Okay. And I'll be honest with you, like that to me, like I would enjoy seeing that pursued. Yeah. Like seeing okay seeing Batman trying to. Or, you know, seeing, like, how, how do you make this relationship work? You know, it's basically the opposite of, of Superman and Lois, mm-hmm. essentially. You know, like, mm-hmm. that, that to me, would that would have been interesting if they would have actually done that. Like, I think that should have been the relationship that, that he went with. You know, and, like, you know, you, you see, like, you know, like, uh, in, um, in the Avengers movies, you know, you had, you know, like, Black Widow and Hulk. Mm-hmm. Getting into a relationship, and that was never in the comics, you know. So I mean, no. that's okay. It's okay. To, it's okay. It's okay to depart a little bit and do yeah. something that works. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the scenes that really, in, I found plot point wise, was the way it was executed in the 2017 movie was real. That was really stupid. Um, that they changed in this new one that I really liked is when the Amazons are fighting Darkseid. No, sorry. The Amazons, Steppenwolf, the Amazons yeah. are fighting Steppenwolf and the Parademons mm-hmm. inside. You know the I don't know. It's the dome that the dome holds that holds the mother, the, the mother box. You know, and in the, so in the 2017 film, they say lock the doors behind us. You know, they're all sealed in. And it's like, well, okay, they lock the doors, and then you know Steppenwolf just kind of busts through the wall and goes after them. It's like, well, yeah, what'd you expect them to do? Like, oh, they closed the gate. Well, he can. Just bust through it. In this movie, when they closing the gates, doesn't just close the wall. You know, no, the, the gates are you know just like these big giant rock walls that come down. So of course, Stephen Wolf can break through them. But in this movie, sealing it off isn't just sealing it off. It it's on like the edge of a precipice. Mm-hmm. When they sealed it off, the whole side of that mountain collapses and the whole structure goes down into the ocean. And you know the rocks are falling on top of it. You know it's making like a tomb, like you know, or, right. you know, like it's to hold them yeah, in there. You know, and you know, it's you know still going to be able to get out of it. But like, which he does. 
Like, but that's a reasonable way. Like, you know, collapse it, you know, break it down, blow it up, whatever. You know, as opposed to just, you know, oh, I closed the door, yeah. <laughs> run away. Like, come on. You know, so so it actually takes a little while for Steppenwolf to get and and visually it actually looked kind of cool from above. Oh, it's above. Much, they much show better. it falling in. Like, like that makes sense. It's like, okay, point of no return. Everybody in here is gonna die. Like, you know, boom, collapse it and, and and it just goes falling into the like that made sense. Yeah. You know that that made so much more sense. Of course, you, again, you know, you still have, you know, all the Amazons on horseback going. Oh, if we could, only, if only we had faster horses, and you know. But at the end of the day, like, where were they going? Like, they're on an island. Like, you know, at some point. Well, I think they you know, were let, trying let, to get. Let's say they could have outrun Steppenwolf. At some point, Steppenwolf is just going to stop and say, "Well, I'll just hang out here for an hour because eventually they're going to go all the way around the island, and I'll and they're going to and I'll just turn around. I'll be there." Like, you know, where are they going? I think they were going to meet up with the cavalry, which ends up coming. And I think if that would have happened with all of the those Amazons fighting, uh, you think they, they would have they would have won? I think they would have taken out all the power demons, and they would have probably given Steppenwolf a run for his money. He okay. would have killed a lot of Amazons in the meantime, but I'm sure that they would have put up a much better fight with all of them together. And I guess I just didn't realize that the Amazons were just long-lived, because obviously Hippolyta, Hippolyta, Hippolyta yeah. was, you know, at that battle 5,000 years mm -hmm. ago, and she's still around. And she's still the same age, you know? They, About, don't, they, don't, yeah. they don't age. Interesting. Yeah, no, that was that was good. Um, did you like Superman's suit in the black and the silver? As a, as a throwback to the his resurrection in the comics? Yeah, yeah, I was okay with that. Because that wasn't in the, <clears throat> the, the Weaver no. Cut at all. No, uh, very cool nod to uh, to the 90s Superman that was brought back to life. Now, in the movie, he's actually wearing the red and blue costume, the red, blue, and yellow. Uh, and they changed it all in post-production so that it was blacked out with the silver. Uh, I think I believe I just read earlier today that they didn't change the color tones, that they actually CG'd his costume like they CG'd the black and the silver on top okay. of the color. Okay. So I, I guess they can do that. Um, and I thought it worked. I thought it worked really well. And it was it was cool to see that, even if it's only for one film, you know, even if he, he goes back. And, well, and, you know, we see in the nightmare scene at the end of the movie that he is back in, mm -hmm. the, in the red and blue. So uh, just to see it for one film, I thought it was really cool. I oh, liked it. I forgot about it. Yeah, the, the, in, in the epilogue, Mm -hmm. You know, it's these are all Bruce Wayne's nightmares. Uh, yes, like are they premonitions? Right. Are premonitions, they nightmares? nightmares. But it, but yeah. it's not like take. It's not like what we're seeing is what is what took place in the future. Like we're not. It's not like you know, twenty years later or ten years later. It's right. you know, eventually Bruce wakes up and he has this premonition. So in the premonition. I think the newbies in the premonition. Well, you got Deathstroke is in the premonition. Yeah, so this is, is one great. of the scenes that was filmed. These are one of the reshoots that Zach got to do, uh, I think, like late summer or like over the summer. So that's when they had they had Deathstroke. They had um, Cyborg was still there. Flash was still there. Um, and they get Joker. They get Joker. They get, they get, we get Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Back as Joker. Back as Joker. And uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he looked yeah. good. I liked his look in this. Uh, got rid of the damage tattoo on the head. A lot of the stuff that um, visually that I didn't like about Joker and Suicide Squad, they took out in this movie. Okay, and I was okay with that. Um, I don't need an explanation. Mm -hmm. I really don't. As long as he he has 
the white face, the green hair, and he's got like the red red lips or red makeup around his mouth. I'm fine with that. Yeah, and and I was I was always a big fan of the Jared Little Joker, and it, like I was telling Chris, I said, you know, it's just so interesting that like I love Jared Leto's Joker, I love Heath Ledger's Joker, and I love Joaquin uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix Joker. Like yeah. they're all three very different Jokers, and I think all three of them are done fantastic. And I would be hard pressed to say who I like the best, but I think I like Heath Ledger the best. I think I do. Yeah, I mean they—they they all, you know, it's—it's it's all different takes, and just a matter of which one you really truly prefer at the end of the day. But yeah. all, all three have given incredible performances. I mean, you can even still go back to Jack Nicholson and uh, Cesar Romero. Like those those performances as well were, were are all pretty good. But uh, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know if you're going to find something better than Heath. I I still think he he's holding the the torch on that mm -hmm. one. But so, just but so at the end of the day, like I think. I think the only thing that I think my only criticism of the the four hour cut is again some of those lingering scenes where nothing is happening. There's you know this you know a lot of long establishing tracking shots and mm. some of them appear to be in slow motion and it. it if you notice it. Then they did it too much. Yeah. If they did it right, it wouldn't even be you wouldn't even be thinking about it. It would just be part of the film, and you wouldn't care. But but the fact that you sit there and say, oh, you know, but the fact that it's noticeable means that it was, to me it was overdone a little bit. That it brings, you know, um, I say I, uh, I I use this example at work a lot because I'm in QC quality control. I say you know like um, when some. When a word is spelled right, you don't notice it. But when it's spelled wrong, it stand it stands out like a sore thumb. You know, things that are you know when punctuation is wrong, when 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 things are spelled wrong, when formatting is inconsistent, it stands out like a sore thumb. But when it's all on point, you don't give it a gold star. Great punctuation, like you right. know, you just you know you know that that's standard. You expect that. You know, when you're watching a movie. Whatever they're doing just flows. Right. But when something stands out as being odd, it's yeah. it's indicative of something. Yeah, and I think it's part of that is of I think part of that is is that's Zach's style. Right. Uh, a lot of that right. like that slow mo stuff that mm -hmm. uh, we've seen in, in plenty of his films. That's uh, that's what he does. Um, so ultimately, I give it I give it a thumbs up. Uh, you know, I would have I would have had no problem watching it all at once sitting at home. I would have had no problem going to the theater and watching it for four hours. I really hope that they, at some point they do release this in the theater. Uh, I, yeah, I know, really I really would go to see it. You know, because I sit there like you know like you know I look I look forward to that. I understand know? why they were doing it now to get all the subscribers for HBO yeah. Max. I get that. Yeah. But I hope after they get they kind of uh, you know they tap that tree as much as yeah. they can. Because if you want to do the film justice, no pun intended, you know you you see it on the big screen. And like yeah. I said, if they do like a limited show, a limited run, I'm in. I'm totally. I think in. if you and I think if you do that, saying it's going to be there for, we're going to do a one or two week run. That's it. That's yeah. all you get. You'll get a flock of people, of yeah. fans of this movie, to go see it on the big screen. Because because I always tell Chris, you know, I always say, I always ask him, you know, like you know what what's coming out? When is this coming out? You know, like I'm like I'm looking forward to seeing the Black Widow movie. Like, I don't want to watch the Black Widow movie for the first time on television. Like, I, I don't. Like, I don't care how big the television screen is. I know. I want to see that on the big screen. I agree. Now, granted, you know, we saw the original Justice League on the big screen. So it's like, you know, this is like, 
extra. You know, we got this extra cut. No, no. You know, but it's but, a different movie. It, it, no, it is a different you know? movie. And, and, I, I, don't, I want to, like, like, when Wonder Woman came out, you know, I know you saw it for the first time on TV. I did, and it was better watching it in the theater. Yeah, and I was just like, hell, hell no. I said, I said, I said, we gotta, I gotta go see it in the theater. We gotta go see it in the theater. You know, the one, uh, the, the other thing too with this film that's different is the score is completely different. So Junkie yeah. XL, uh, Tom Holkenberg, Holkenberg, I, I, I can't remember. So he does the score for this film, and he helped out on Batman vs Superman with uh, Hans Zimmer. So the score. It just is more reminiscent of the characters that have already been established and their themes for the previous couple of films. Whereas you don't get that with Danny Elfman. I, I like Danny Elfman a lot, and no disrespect to him. He had his own themes that he put in. He put in his old 89 Batman theme. He put in the 78 Christopher Reeve Superman theme into his film, uh, slightly different ways, but he got those themes in there. And if you know what you're listening to, you'll hear it. But with... This film, you got the Man of Steel theme. You heard that in this. You heard the the, the Batman music in this. Well, and uh, what about the Wonder Woman? And the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah, like you hear you hear the Wonder Woman as well. But he even had his own take yeah. on that and interjected a whole like Amazon like theme, which was so cool. Yeah. Like it was just, it was so good that like I kept like I told John after because I watched it on Thursday when it got released, and then when we watched over the weekend, I says, listen to the music, like, listen to the soundtrack. And, and, and you told me that, but I, and I'll be honest with you, I, I, I didn't have a distinctive memory of, of any music from the first movie like it. And, but that said something. Right. But then, to me, that says right, something. That it was, if it's that not it, memorable, yeah, right, exactly. you know, then it's like, all right, well, I wasn't and there, good. There definitely was a scene in, this, in, the, in the newer version where I'm like, this music... I don't remember. This this sounds new to me. Yeah. It was distinct. The whole thing was new. And, and that's why I said, Chris, I said, Chris, this scene has different music. So Junkie and you will, and No, wait. I said, yeah. No, I said, I said, this scene, the music is different. And you said, the music is different throughout the whole movie. Yeah. The whole movie is different. I said, okay. okay so in, the, in, in 2017, when, when Junkie XL was scoring the film, he had already either completed or scored the majority of the film already. And... Warner Brothers, they bring uh, Whedon in, and basically, Warner Brothers was like, "All right, you know, we're letting you go. We, you know, we no longer need your services." And he gets basically fired, and then they bring in Danny Elfman. So I, I, you know, I don't know what creative differences were going on there. Um, from you know, if you read any of the stuff that uh, Tom has put out there on social media, he kind of puts out a, an account of, of what's occurred. Um, so when, when Zach told him, Hey, listen, we're going to finish this thing. I need you to complete the score. He ended up taking the whole score and throwing it out and started from scratch. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you still don't have those songs in your head. And maybe they did. Maybe some of the themes that he had and from original, uh, he still brought back into this, but maybe in a different way. Uh, but to, to rescore an entire film like that, four hours, a four, score a four-hour film, uh, really, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, I, with, you, know, it, you know, you talk about some of Snyder's films, you know, how you rank this film among Snyder's films, uh, I, I thought this was definitely one of his better movies, mm -hmm. for sure. You know, this wasn't a sucker punch. You know, not not by not by any stretch of the imagination. Now there was um, there was a the entire battle at the end of the movie 
is very different. Mm -hmm. You don't have the Russian or like wherever yeah. they were, that family yeah. that was so there. Got, that... So, you know, I, I found that whole thing where there's people living in the area where Stephen uh -huh. was taken over. I found that to be a, annoying and, and silly. And you have like, you yep. know, this family, you know, barricading themselves in. But there's, but it's not just them. There's a whole, there's lots of it's people. a community. There's a whole community. Yep. And it's like, okay, you know, like, you know, and then they got to they got to get saved. So you have the Flash spend time to save that family, and then you have Superman pick up a whole building and carry it over. And it's like, all right, well, what about all the people that were running on the ground? You know, everybody that was running didn't go but back it, into that building. Like they're saving all these people, and at the end of the day, if you got you know five Justice League people, and they're fighting Steppenwolf and the Parademons for the survival of the planet. Mm -hmm. you actually don't waste any time on anything else. You know, this is collateral damage. People, unfortunately, you know, are going to die because... But that's not how they think. No, but like, but, you know, but like, you, you wasted a lot of time on that. And, and like, you know, you know, you, if, if you're going to win that battle of saving the family and lose the war, you're killing everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like, you know, if you need Flash to do what he needs to do, we can't say, well, you know, I was, you know, there was a cat stuck in a tree. You know, there was somebody down in a well. Like, no, 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 you needed to be here to help us be dark side. You know, you know, you know, you, you can't save that family. And if they happen to have died, you know, what are you going to, like, you know, that's, you got to deal with that. You know, that you're here, you got to make the hard choice. You, you can either save one or everybody. If you have a choice between, say, definitely saving one and maybe not saving everybody, you got to maybe not, you got to, you got to save everybody. But guess what? They did both. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they did both, but it was silly. And, you know, and. But that's why that's not and, in and, this version. And, and it made, the, 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 this version made it more like, you know, it was more of a cosmic battle as opposed to like, you know, a human battle. Like, oh, yeah. You know, you know, like, you know, people, you know, the supervillains and the, you know, the, the superheroes battle in the street and, you know, somebody gets knocked into a building, you know, and the, the you know, the piece of uh, the facade of the building falls off and then, you know, somebody saves the kid that was standing there and the mother yeah. and, and then they go back to the fight. You know, that's not this. But what this was, is like, you know, we're in a battle for our lives yeah. against someone who's about to destroy the entire planet. But what was better in this film too? So, well, so, so they eliminated that completely yeah. and just made it a battle... Of these, of the of the Justice League versus Darkseid and the Parademons, with no human, no human right. You, I, I want to say like you know, feel good departures. It was just you know, it was all just about focused on this. It was all about this yeah. this end game battle, which was really good and much longer. Yeah, and well, and where they ended so up fighting more. too was like this is basically like Chernobyl, right? Like this is what we're basically figuring out that yeah. it's Chernobyl. Yeah. So there was all this, you know, supposed to be radiation in the area, but this makes so much more sense that when the whole reason why Steppenwolf goes to this area is because of the toxic air. It helped to fuel what they were building. Yeah. And when they use, and it basically it pulled, they pulled all that toxic air in to help create, um, I guess, the that whole facade that they had, that shield right. and everything, once they started using the mother boxes to establish their base. Well, and, and, and that's, that whole premise is, is what establishes the fact that it is deserted. Like, that's right. how you explain that it's deserted. Right. You don't say, well, it's, it was a, a oh, it's supposed to be deserted, but there's all these people here. No, no. I, literally, I, I think that's somebody sitting there going like, you know, well, let's put a family in there and they save them and it's a feel good. Because they weren't in there for one scene. 
Like they were, it was multiple. They scenes. were in there for multiple scenes. Like you were kind yeah. of tracking, you know, this fam- the story of this family through the different phases of of the area they were in and yeah. how they were finally saved. And it's like, you know, you got time for this stupid family that shouldn't be in Chernobyl because they're going right. to die from radiation. And you're not developing any you know, of the characters. You know, and but you know, you're going to keep them, or even add them. But you know, let's get rid of Martian Manhunter and Iris West and Assad yeah. and, yep. and Darkseid. You know, like like. It's, oh, like, was, it's a waste. Come on, I mean, you know, these are not, these are not smart. These are not smart decisions. Listen, this is the reason why I will never, most likely, I, well, I should never say never. Oh, I will never ever watch. I don't the think I will version. ever go back and watch the 2017 no movie need to. ever again. I There's think no I watched it when we did our review. I think that might be the last time I ever watch it. Yeah, it's well from it's beginning like, to end. Well, it's like you know the same thing with the uh, theatrical cut of uh, Superman v Batman. Oh, Batman v Superman. Never, ne- yeah, never go back and watch what's the theatrical the cut again. You know what's the point? Yeah, because to me, like. These are the director's cuts. Yeah. The Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition, director's cut from Snyder. That's what he wanted. That's what should have been in the theater. This is Snyder's version of Justice League. This is what should have been in the theater. This is what should have been made. So to me, these his his trilogy, I will only watch those three versions. But well, I, had, I, mean, I, had a, I have a one feeling, version. though, if Zack Snyder was stayed on the film and they told him, he could do whatever he wanted. They gave no no restrictions. I don't think it would have been a four hour film in the theaters. I think it would have been three and a half hours. Possibly, like, I mean, I, he basically had car. Well, it seems that he had carte blanche to finish the film yeah. for HBO Max. Yeah. So I don't know if that's well, he true should. That, yeah, that's the whole point is to just but the whole point for the streaming is to just put out, and that's why yeah, I think we didn't want an edited version of Zach's, what, Zach's version. We but, wanted all of Zach's. But version. this is why I think the movie we got it, you know, had all that extra. Mm-hmm. Scenes in there, like yeah. the, you know, the, the, uh, the extra, you know, angles and everything else. It's because this is it for him. Yeah, and I think that's it. I don't think we got anything else. There, there are talks that the movie franchise is going to take a different direction. However, there are talks that maybe we might get something that continues this on streaming, like a movie universe on HBO Max mm-hmm. that they can continue this. And and they'll give him, you know, you'll get a budget to make these films. Now, because to me, that's a no-brainer for HBO Max. Yeah. Like if you're AT and T and your streaming service is is struggling and you're looking to get this jump started and get this going, you just had a huge success with the Zack Snyder Justice League on HBO Max. To now, let's say, hey, you know what? People want more. Mm-hmm. This ended kind of on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, let's see where this goes. Let's let's try and do this, and they'll yeah. give like we're gonna give you this. This is the budget. Yeah, it's not a theatrical cut of the film. Like you're not gonna be putting this on the big screen, making you know eight hundred, nine hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. This is now gonna be for streaming. This is now your budget. You got to work with a hundred and fifty million dollar, two hundred million dollar budget. This right. is what you got. That would bring subscribers. You make that film in two years, they and all of a sudden you tell them you tell them people, hey, this is coming. We're we're, we're making this new movie. I, I think you get you keep a lot of people on, or at least you'll have people coming back to watch that movie at some point in time, yeah. and you'll get subscribers. I, I think that to me, if best case scenario, that's what happens. There was talk at one point that Snyder was going to pair up with Jim Lee, and they were going to make comics, a comic version of his next two Justice League films. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but I don't think that's happening right now. Another um, interesting change at the at the end is um they kill steppenwolf yeah really cool they 
you know, he cut his head off. So the scene where that happened, so, like, the, so uh, the Wonder Woman scene in the 2017 movie where she jumps up, Superman ices, ices Steppenwolf's axe, and Wonder Woman comes through with the sword and cuts cuts his axe and destroys it. You know what, though? I'll be honest with you, though. I, I don't know that um, Superman's ice breath should have destroyed that axe so easily. In this movie? In the Snyder movie? Yeah. Uh... You know, he just, it like, it made it just like, you know, like, well, he didn't. He didn't. Well, he just froze it and then he hit it, and that's what shattered it. Yeah, but I, to me, that seemed too easy. Like, like you know, he, it's not a human axe. Uh, no, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's probably some sort of super duper weapon. Well, it's an alien. Yeah, it's a, alien you know, alloy. You know? Yeah. Okay. No, I can. I can. I'm not gonna. I was. Argue I was that. As soon as he did that, I was like, I was like, ah, that was too easy. That shouldn't have been that easy. I don't, I don't I'm know. not gonna lie. I did like how he just tossed Steppenwolf around, and just kicked the crap out of him. Yeah. I did enjoy that quite a bit, but that's that's not that's no surprise for me, a big Superman fan. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman cutting his head off. Well, what was cool is you didn't. Ex- I didn't expect Aquaman to stick him from behind with the trident. Right. So Aquaman right, right. hits him with the trident, picks him up, and then Superman comes along and punches him off the trident, back into the boom tube. And right before he gets there, Wonder Woman comes and just chops his head off as he's going through, and like. What a great shot of the fourth world characters turning around. Darkseid's looking at... Darkseid steps on Steppenwolf's head mm-hmm. and basically just crushes it under his boot. Mm-hmm. And then he's just looking at the Justice League. Yeah. And they're just staring, waiting, they're looking at him like, like, are you coming through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just basically close everything down. And of course, what is, you know, Desaad's talking to him, telling him, uh, you know, I told you that Steppenwolf would fail you. Yeah, yeah. And of yeah. course, and then Darkseid's like, well, get get the get the legion uh, ready, or get the armada ready. Like we'll, we'll do this the old way, mm-hmm. so you know they're coming to invade. Right, right, you know? right. And like right, that's right. like that's come, the ending. Come, like, come oh, for us. like what a what a great great opportunity to show something like that. Yep, yep. You and know, that's, you know, so and I don't think we'll get like, it. Yeah, exactly. It's you all sitting there like, oh, what happens next? Well, we're not going that way. Really, you're not going that way. I know, but that's why I ultimately think, John. I I, I think we'll see Dark Side again. Well, I, I hope it's what you said. You know, they're gonna take a step back and, and and go in another direction, but it's still going to end up... I think we are going to eventually get there in a different version, a different way, but I think we'll get there eventually. I think it's just a matter of they, they want to start establishing... Uh, they want to course correct the ship a little bit and start building up some of these characters. Yeah. Now, one of my biggest disappointments in the movie was in the end credits when they didn't list out all the associate producers like we anticipated. <laughs> I think that and would that, t- I think that would take a long time because ultimately okay. if you did have a lot of if you did have a lot of people that did end up contributing and buying in um, but, to me, but that, I did it but I did get an email. Whole, that was the whole point like you know like you know But I did get an email as an associate producer to have like a special watch on like social media with Snyder and yeah. like all these fans so like you were like we were going to like you know you get a special watch along. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. But to me it would have been so much cooler to be like Oh, to have my name in. And yeah. have the name in the credit, you know, and they could you know, not for nothing, you know, there's a billion people in the credits already. You know, you tell all these fan people, you know, <laughs> You know, if you want to become an associate producer, send us some money. We'll, you know, we'll put you in the credits. Well, they could have, you know? they could have done like a hashtag of release a Snyder cut, and then underneath it, like all the people that contributed, like they could have done something like that. Oh, they could have made them small and do ten columns, and Just it, it, it would, it would have went down. It would have yeah. went down for a while. But you know what? So what? Like you know what? 
that would be that would be the ultimate like thank you is you know if because you know, I'm sitting there going like I'm waiting I'm, I'm like it's gonna be at the end and I'm waiting and I'm like I'm I know like, your name's they didn't put your name on it I'm like <laughs> I'm like that's BS it was, that, that's the whole point you know no I, I think you know? it, I the, I mean the T-shirt is great and the email is great yeah but I don't see it on being the immortalized <laughs> on the screen that's what you get you know it's got to be a way to do that there's got to be a way to just people you know people people should do that say look you know. You know, send, send us fifty bucks and we'll throw your name on the, on the screen. You know, and you'll but limited to the first, you know, hundred people or a thousand people. And like, how fun would that be? <laughs> uh, there would be people that would do that absolutely. <laughs> so, listen, overall, guys, much better film. If you haven't seen it yet, yeah. go watch it. Yeah, really find, find a way to watch this Very movie enjoyable. if you can. Uh, for Johnny Mo's viewing pleasure, they just released, I believe, today the black and white version. I think it's called Justice Is Gray. So there is a complete black and white version and I, of this movie. And I movie. totally want to see that because I'll be honest with you, even though the color palette of this movie is pretty rich, um, I, 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 think it, I think it could still very well work in black and white. Because I'm sure it will. Of, and because of, the, because of the characterizations, because of the characters and yeah. the dialogue and the facial expressions, um, I think a lot of that will come off. I, I can really guarantee well you before next week I will probably watch it in black and white and see and see it again. And and what we do have coming up um, is Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Kong. Kong. Yeah, that's supposed to come out, I believe, this weekend. Uh, I totally want to see it. Um, big screen. Big screen. We'll be heading back with our masks and all. Yeah, but uh, the question is... Do we see it opening weekend, or we do that standard wait a couple weeks and when it's when it's less crowded? Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We'll wait and see, but we're definitely going to see that, and we're definitely going to review that. Yeah, that'll be sure. the next. I mean, we've reviewed the other one, sure. so we'll definitely review this. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with this. I think that's all of our thoughts, really. I think so too. Yeah, I think we got it all out. Yep, I so, saved just enough. Just a little bit for the end. Just enough Murphys for the end. Thanks a lot, everyone, for listening, for watching. We really appreciate it. Yes, uh, thank you, thank you to all our fans. Till the next episode. Yep. Enjoy. Cheers. Enjoy.